Hey, it's Carrie here at Get Your Vibe Right, and today I want to give you some tips on how to not be enrolled <laughs> in somebody else's story. So this is a topic that came up in a women's group that I lead last week, and they were asking for some advice on how do I keep my vibe high, right? How do I keep my vibe right when people are always coming to me and telling me about all the bad things that are happening for them? You know, how do I be there for them, Carrie, when they need to unload and express and not get involved in the story, not be drug into it. Because oftentimes this is exactly the tactic that people are wanting to take. They want to get you enrolled. They want to get you on board. They want to get you to say bad things about that person. They want to get you to agree that they've been treated unfairly or that things are, there was a terrible, tragic thing that happened to you, right? And you're here because you're trying to get past all of that. You're working really, really hard to stay on the light side, right? And this is a tricky, tricky situation to navigate. So let's break it down. I think the first thing to recognize is when you get into a conversation like this, immediately ask yourself, am I, tr am I being enrolled here? And we all know what that feels like, right? Like there's a, there's a real difference between somebody who's just coming to you and, and needing to talk it out and somebody who's just really trying to get you to see that they're right and to be on their side and to kind of go into the negativity of their story and what happened to them. And so just be aware, like start to notice in your conversations. Uh, you know, we call this a gab session sometimes, although gab doesn't really have the negative connotation we're going for here. You know, it's maybe when people are, um, are gossiping about somebody else or they're bitching about their boss or they're digging on their partner uh, in a bad way. <laughs> and, um, you know, you can feel the difference between those two, the, the vibe between those two approaches to this conversation, right? And I, I acknowledge that we all want to be there for the people we love. We all want to hold a space, a safe space for somebody to come and talk about what's going on with them and be real. And that is an act of service. So the, there's a difference between that and getting on board with their victim story. So the first thing is awareness. The next thing is to, when you recognize that, oh, <laughs> I'm being hardcore, hardcore enrolled here. <laughs> I can sense it. They want me to start talking about how they've been poorly treated or how life is so unfair for them or how, you know, start to be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Your aches and your pains and your illness. And again, I want to say there's a difference between sympathy and empathy, right? Actually, there's this wonderful, wonderful little cartoon illustration for kids about the difference between sympathy and empathy. And it's so beautiful. And every time I talk about this or think about it, 
I remember this image. So I think it's a bear and a rabbit. <laughs> and the bear is down in a, a cave, a, a well, and is really sad and really depressed and really not feeling good. And the rabbit is up on top, looking down the hole and saying, hey, how's it going down there, you know? And the bear starts to go into his story, and talk about how life is so terrible and it's so bad. And sympathy is going down into the hole. And so the rabbit walks away and the rabbit comes back and puts a ladder down the hole. And empathy is not going down into the hole, not using the ladder to go down into the hole, but using it to help the person climb out. And that is one of the best analogies I've ever seen for this idea of you don't want to go into sympathetic resonance. By the way, I have a YouTube video about this on my YouTube channel that I demonstrate this in real time with tuning forks, how you can see how this resonance works and I talk about this topic. You want to be the positive, shiny person that you are, and you want to encourage them out of that hole. Don't match their vibration. Give them a vibration to rise up to. Provide them with a frequency to match that is more positive, more empowering, and encouraging. So if you frequently find yourself in situations like this, where somebody is coming to you and unloading, you don't want to be a dumping ground for that kind of negativity. Now, it's okay to do what some experts say, hold the bucket. <laughs> okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to hold the bucket for you. And you can go ahead and vomit out all of that negative energy right into this receptacle. But I'm not going to take it on myself. I will not meet you there. I will not go into your story, but I will hold a space for you to unload. That is perfectly acceptable, but you don't want it to go on for too long at the same time because you're not serving the person at that point either. There's a certain amount of unloading that can happen to alleviate the tension and the stress and the anxiety, maybe the sadness, maybe the anger, maybe some other negative emotion, but it will eventually tip the scales and just become bitching. Like we know that, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so notice where that line is. Notice when the, the scales tip, put down the bucket and have some things to say that would encourage this person to see things from a different perspective. Be open to different possibilities. Look towards a future that doesn't involve this frustration, right? So one of my favorite processes for this is, it comes from Abraham Hicks' work, and it's the Wouldn't It Be Nice If game. I think I've talked about it here before. I know I've done videos on my YouTube channel about it. Um, and basically, this is a way to acknowledge where they're at, certainly, but give them an alternate possibility going forward. So, you know, wouldn't it be nice if all of a sudden you got transferred to a different department 
and you didn't have to deal with that coworker anymore? Or um, wouldn't it be nice if your partner asked you out on a date instead of coming home and expecting you to have dinner on the table? Wouldn't it be nice if some super hot instructor joined the gym and it made it so easy to go to spin class? <laughs> You know, you can make it fun. You can, you can make it fun and easy and inspiring. And that's the whole point. And have a couple of those. You know the situation that your friend's probably going to come to you with, or maybe your family member. Have a couple of those in mind. You, you're keen on them. You know the struggle, right? Think of a couple of ways that they could be approaching it differently in their life. Think of something that might be inspiring for them and work up a couple of your wouldn't it be nice if phrases and then encourage them to play the game with you. You don't have to call it a game. You know, people might, might be like, mm, okay, the jig is up. <laughs> you're, you're working me here, you know, and, and certainly you still want this to feel like an act of service for them, but this is one very quick way to shift out of negativity and into possibility. Because when we join them in their victim story and reinforce the idea that what they're saying is the only way to look at the perspective, then any other potential future possibility is shut down to them. And that's really the gift that you're giving them here is you're helping them to see this from a standpoint of things could be different. The outcome could be different. Th things could shift here for me, but maybe they're just so far in it that they are unable to shift their perspective. And something like the wouldn't it be nice if phrase allows them to see a different outcome, to realize that things can shift and change but things will not shift and change until they change their mindset. As hard as we try, we can't change outcomes for somebody else. They have to believe in that future. They have to believe in that possibility. That's how they create that outcome. It has to come from the inside out. So, by thinking that, oh, if I just absorb all of this energy and I, I be here for this person and I get enrolled into their story, it's going to make things better for them. It's not going to make things better for them. It's not. You could serve as a relief valve for their tension, their anxiety, their anger, whatever that might be. Always protecting yourself, of course. But that isn't necessarily changing the future for them until they see an alternate possibility and way of looking at it. And this is one of the best ways I know to get out of negativity and move them out of that victim story and into a new chapter of their story that has new possibilities because you've brought up alternate outcomes and results through this process. Okay. So I'm going to keep this short, leave it at that. There's other processes that 
will be effective at this, but this is actually the one that I think works best. It's kind of my go-to. So I'm sharing it with you in the hopes that the next time you're faced with this situation and you don't know what to do, this is an easy one to remember. And it's one that you can practice ahead of time <laughs> if you know that phone call is coming, right? So give this gift to the person that you love, hold the bucket for a little while, let them vent for a little bit. Don't absorb any of their negativity. Give them a couple of wouldn't it be nice if possibility statements and ask them to use that tactic to move themselves out of that energy the next time. Okay, this is how you show up in the world. This is how you show up and live your light and don't let your light be dimmed by those around you.